Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the your company name here. Studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG5. It's, Dude, did I just see you lip sync the your company name here? I probably not. I have a wine glass in my mouth, <laughs> but if I did, yeah, your company name here. That's right. If you want to sponsor this podcast and all the other podcasts on the Digital 410 Network, send us an email to which one of my 30 emails? <laughs> Info at d-410.com. I always do the mail call because we never put an email address out on this podcast. Info at d-410.com. It's very cheap. You'll be quite surprised. But anyhow, joining us live from Las Vegas, Nevada. As always, is Gordon. Gordon, how are you doing? I am great. My day started off with a bang. Might almost have been a bang, bang. There was a little bit of... Well, remember back to this guy that I have that last two years has been driving an Escalade multiple times a day and... And, and parking out there at the old uh, 7-Eleven across the street. You mean the guy from the TV show with the guy with the vampire and things? Yeah, DeLuise or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. One of those Discovery so Channel guys. So he was guys. over there. And I went to get a, myself a bang to start the day with. Pull up. Escalade's there. Windows open. Escalade's running. Hmm. Music's on. Owner of vehicle is inside. Fucking Which classic. Is... It is 6-12 a.m. And I'm surprised his his car has not been stolen yet up to this uh, point. Well, I am too, but just kind of. But so I walk in. I said, "How do you do?" He's got a little interesting. Say, hey, man, is that your Escalade out there? Yep. And I'm trying not to be a dick, but you can't out dick what you he's gonna got be a going Karen? on already. You want well, full blown Karen? Well, can you really out Karen? Or can you outdo somebody who's being a douche anyway? Yeah. I said, "Hey, uh, can you do the neighborhood a favor?" You know, a lot of people live the perimeter of the store, including myself. And uh, can you may- maybe kind of turn it down or turn it off when you're in the store? <laughs> His response is classic. Number one, he's open carrying. I did pause for a second. I said, fuck it. Because uh, he had his, his his gun in one of them, my first holster canvas things you get at Bass Pro Shop. Aww. A little flopping around there. That's cute. He goes, you know, he got a little upset. He goes... People, uh, people say the same. My neighbors say the same thing when I fire up my Ferrari. It's like Ferrari. That's funny. I think you live in one of those houses over small houses on, over there on the back side of that apartment complex. That threw him off. <laughs> well, how do you know where I live, dude? I live here. I walk these neighborhoods. I see where you are. You're not exactly low key. And say, by so the way, I, I my had a system in my truck when I was well, 16. That's just, <laughs> that's just one of my many houses. I'm a millionaire. Now he's flexing, right? Oh, boy. He's, yeah, making that big Discovery Channel money. Oh, yeah. Well, if he's even there anymore, right? Yeah, right. Because, uh, you know, if you're going to a 7-Eleven multiple times a day. That early in the morning? Think you're not, for two years, one would think you're probably not got a full-time job unless you're working at night. No, and if he's rolling deep, he would be getting up later in the afternoon and having whatever he's buying every morning on the way to his work so already he, in his he, house. Uh, I almost did something bad, but I, I, I made it made him know that, you know, I'm not exactly scared of him. Uh, and I almost said, so you're a millionaire with that, my first fucking holster you got on there and your, <laughs> your you beat-ass 2002 fucking Escalade outside? Come on. What did he say to that? 
I wanted to say that. Uh, I actually stopped. I didn't want to escalate it, but I went up to the register after he left. I, I, uh, and I kind of picked up my shirt a little, get my wallet, you know, let him know that, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and he promptly left. And then as I'm walking out, lady who was uh, playing a slot machine, also black lady, said, uh, yeah, that, I'm surprised nobody's stolen his truck yet. And we start talking. And I just said, real yeah, this, that right there is a perfect case of unbridled narcissism. Well, it's not, it's, and not like that. It's not like, oh, look at the old white guy, you know, upset. It's like, no, I had the same shit in my car, but I was 20. Yeah, our um, generation invented that shit. Yeah, right. Well, yours did. I, you're, my, you're, th- mine was right there at the MP3 player. Speaking of which, I got a short. Non, you're, you're the same generation, bud. <laughs> I'm still slightly younger, but I got a short my headphone thing, so my headphones keep. So, yeah, out. that's how my day. I finally had a confrontation with the guy. Mm, good for you. You know, but he's probably like, you know, oh, he knows where I live. <laughs> You know, well, you know, I'm walking around and you you driving down the street. You don't exactly. I know the neighborhood, so I pretty much got an idea that your 1,500 square foot house. You're not a multimillionaire. Uh, is that supposed to? I mean, you're in Vegas. Is that? It's not like you're in like Tennessee. You know, some small town with like you know the graduating classes. Here's 38 people. I mean, is that supposed to be someone throwing around that they're a millionaire in Las Vegas? Is that really supposed to be impressive? <sighs> no, especially but it nowadays is what you and I would call now. a phony. I mean. Somebody owns a somebody owns a small business with a million dollars in inventory can say that they're a millionaire it doesn't mean anything. Does a millionaire really? Mean no, anything? not nowadays. No, it takes a million dollars to raise a kid. Yeah, right. Or send them to college. We're both. Ah, oh, this sucks so bad. My stupid. I got to replace this stupid line. So uh, yeah, that's how my day started off with the bang. Drank my bang on the way to work, and I thought, hmm. I know the chick behind the register got very uncomfortable very quick <laughs> and just kind of shushed me along. I said, you know, I said, no, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I just, I, I'm hearing it for two years. She was like, this motherfucker's going to give me a shot. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, he had his little, his cute little, and I'm looking, I'm like, if this dude even tries to draw, he's got to unstrap that <laughs> motherfucker first. He probably doesn't even have one in the chamber. Mm-hmm. He'd be losing, I don't know. Oh, maybe it's not. But he promptly got up and left. Maybe it's I should not. ask Katina if she's heard the booming the rest of the day. Probably not. Yeah. The, the the deciding factor is whether or not he does it tomorrow. What did he say? Oh, he said, "Yeah, well, I know there's a noise, noise ordinance, but I run Metro." <laughs> this dude's fucking a phony. Whatever. That's fucking hilarious. So I, I I looked him up on YouTube or on. Uh, Online and it said that he was considers himself the Buddha of body work, and he's the level-headed one at the shop that keeps things calm. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, yeah, you know, you got old ass white guy, fat white guy coming in. You know, hey kid, knock it off. So I was just being, I was like, dude, just just think about your neighbors. You and he acted like that was such a hard fucking thing to deal with. Like, how dare you even say that? The, thus, the Ferrari comment, which I wanted to say, you know what? Borrowing a car from your employer doesn't count. I was going to say the same thing. Just because you, you took one of Danny's cars out the wash doesn't mean you're a millionaire. You go get his coffee while you're at it? Yeah, right. So, you know. Even, if I, even if I had money, I don't think I would buy a Ferrari or a Lamborghini yeah, why would or you like that. Like, they're, they're supercars. They're like, supercars, yes. This, My boss has a super... I know people who's got them. I mean, They're just not practical. I, I'd have a nice car, and you know, I'd have a nice truck, and that's if it. If this dude was a millionaire, he'd be bumping around like he's driving a Range Rover. Yeah. You know? 
expanding the rhymes. Now, what's worse? Would you? Well, I mean, it could be worse. You could be stuck with a 2012 um, Tesla. Ooh. Have you been reading the stories on those? 2012. There wasn't really many Teslas in 2012. They're the first year. Right after the is it the Roadster or right after the Roadster? I don't know exactly what model it is. You can quickly look it up by typing in Tesla battery um, flooded. Basically, on these early models, they put the and you'll love this, Mike. The AC con uh, con AC con condenser, not coil? the condenser, the uh, tray, the condensation tray. They put the AC tray. condensation tray. Uh, release valve if you will or the drip hose right above the blow off battery tank so that underneath they have the battery tray which kind of looks like a big ass gas tank well on top of that sealed looks battery like a bunch tray, of double a's stacked together by the way it's kind of funny on top of that sealed battery tray much like you would see a fuel pump in a um, fuel cell there's a compartment mm-hmm. door and it has like um, a, a bridge rectifier relay something that has to do with the primarily controlling that uh, it may even be the brain for that battery pack well, the fucking condensation tray has been leaking on those. And so people are buying like 2013, 2014s, maybe 2012 Basically first Teslas. Basically first-generation, first-run Teslas. And they're buying them for like 15, 16 grand. But then a month later, they're getting these air codes that their battery's been flooded as if they drove through a, a deep puddle. And it, and, yeah, a and they got to pay $25,000 for the replace the damn part. And people are like, what the fuck? And it's more and more people reporting this as an issue, and it's all because where they put the damn condensation hose for the AC unit. You know, this is what happens when you have... Um, no exhaust pipe? Tech, well, tech geeks kind of designed in the car. Well, you know? it doesn't that, isn't that where an internal combustion engine drains theirs is through the exhaust pipe? You see water dripping out people's exhaust pipe all the time. Uh, that's, no, that's I don't. Yeah. That's just condensation. That's just yeah. normal engine condensation, heat. You know, whatever. I did see my first. We went to walk the dog yesterday. I did see my first electric Hummer at a parking lot. Only audio lot from yesterday. Don. No audio uh, from Gordon. the crab walker. Hold on a second. The crab walker. Stand by. We have a technical. No, I need you guys to keep talking. Okay. Yes, the crab uh, walker. Blah, 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 so I saw blah, that. Blah, blah. Uh, somebody bought one near here. Let's see. I'm still on the fence about the. If they only called it the Fusion like they should, the Mustang Mach-E. There was one next to me today, and I was looking at it. I was like, you know, they called it something else. The style for an electric car is actually pretty cool. The fact that it doesn't have regular door handles, it's got this little little like little bracket that kind of sticks out along the, below the window, and you just kind of push a button, you open it. First company to really pull off that clean look. But uh, it just... God, if it's, why did they throw the Mustang logo on it? The, to me, the Fusion, or you know, would would have been the way to go, or something like that. You know, the same reason that that parking lot clear is called a blazer. That thing's not blazing any goddamn trails. That thing is horrible. That thing's blazing its way to the grocery store and back. It actually looks like a Toyota. And we are back it online, does. and you guys have audio. There was no audio Sweet. at the beginning of the show till now. Thanks, Morgan so, Long, for making that. Uh, Legible, so I could determine. What God, they missed my story. Oh well, gonna have to get on to the uh, downloadable version. Yep. Here for Gordon the finally, how Gordon's day started at the beginning of the, his, his the most deal. Deepest, darkest sins. He just related to everybody, and you guys are home. Yep. Now I will say this: there's something I I haven't brought it up yet. There's something I've been health wise uh, doing, um, and Getting it's your all third under, nipple removed. Dude, seriously. 
Don't tell anybody. Don't tell the whole world or anything, Don. Um, yeah, well, I've actually have gone down the almost like the Joe Rogan and older male uh, path of TRT. Anybody? Anybody? Testosterone replacement therapy. Don, you are the winner. Ding, yes. Ding, ding. What do I win? I you win a smart ass comment later in the show. Um, so I've been doing it for over a month now. Man, this podcast uh, my, has shitty my, prizes. My oh, it's a lot of shitty prizes. Um, one of the things I have noticed is my anxiety and fear level has gone to an all time low. Motherfucker, I ain't scared of shit. Thus That's why that confrontation I, I had this morning. Say, thus why I got in a fight with the guy from Discovery Channel. <laughs> it wasn't a fight. It was just a knock your shit off type move. Did you look on his TikTok to see if he recorded you and posted you as like a Darren? He didn't record <laughs> shit. He was at the register paying. <laughs> and there was nobody else in the store. Was he tapping to pay or was he pulling out his debit card? I, I think he was trying to mack on the chick behind the register. As millionaires tend to do when they're just yeah. random shopping every morning at 7 a.m. on the way to their... their at a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yep. So... Making that you know, big discovery money. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I've lost 10 pounds since I started. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hitting the gym three to... Actually, four days a week. I did three days last week because what I do is I go on... On Monday... Or Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays... I get my treatment on Thursday night, so I've definitely got to be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because I'm trying to get the best benefit out of it. Um, the Samsung watch has got a cool feature. It does your BMI. tells you your skeletal muscle mass. I still can't believe we're going by that. Your fat. Well, no, it breaks it down, though. It actually breaks it down to like skeletal muscle mass, fat, and water. One of the reasons I like it is because TRT can put the fucking water weight on you. And if there is a reason for me to get to the gym, I don't need to blow up like the state puff marshmallow man. And I want to get the benefits. So, so far it's good mental acuity going through the roof. Cause I was one foggy motherfucker for a while. And, uh, you know, it's all, it's all doctor controlled. Nice. Cause you could say he's on the juice, uh, you know, he's on but, the uh, juice. I just got my blood work back and it tells me that my testosterone is low. I'm wondering if that's why I gained so much weight. The first one of you to tell me you just got a white box in mail. You're going to mail some shit off. I'm out of here. <laughs> Too late. I love that commercial because it's got that little blue purple square guy, the little mask guy. Oh, we'll send you a, a, a non-discreet box. Yeah, non-discreet. Wait, exactly. you're talking about the Cola Guard commercial? Yes. Oh, yeah, I already did that this year. <laughs> They're talking about you're 45, Don, when you turn 45. The, the, the FDA has now pushed your testing date down to 45 from 50. Well, I just think it's funny because on the commercials, like, we'll send it's either you that very, or get the camera up my rectum. We'll and send you this very discreet box. And not yet. I've been at the UPS store getting things, and someone's come in with that. Ain't very, nothing discreet about that big it's logo got, on it's there. Say, it's got the big fucking logo on it. There's nothing discreet about it. Might it's, as well put a dildo on it and fucking move on. <laughs> it's a white box with a big purple and blue logo. Just it's like Adam and Eve saying they got a discreet packaging, and it shows up, and it's just a toy as a as a fucking symbol. <laughs> Oh, this sucks. My headphones are all fucked up. Don is fidgeting today. Are you is, are you clicking in and out? No, it's my my output on my headphones, and so like it's got a short in it. Sometimes I can hear you guys and not me, and then like right now I don't hear anything. So it's kind of like. What if you switch back to the bowling shoe? 
what I try putting the other ones on and they're doing the same. Th- I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's just, it just makes the show hard. But anyhow. So how are you, Mike? I've been wondering because I haven't got my intro yet. There you go. <laughs> we, it was a long segue in. And joining us from across the river is no, across the country. This one was no use for last name. Mike, how you doing, fella? Wonderful. Um, my day started off like shit. Must be in the air. Mine, well, my whole week's been like shit. I mean, I was taking my son to school this morning, and I was in the old lady's car. And they love it when you call them that, by the way. Yeah. Old lady. Right? Hey, Katina. You like it when I call you old lady? Thanks. <laughs> the uh, Actually, it's the old lady. The, the old, old lady. lady. Right. And it's old, not old. Old. It's like so, oh. ye old pub, old. but you just take pub out and put lady. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. But the uh, the car, no. it's not doing so hot. No. Here, it's, uh, yeah, the top end is starting to knock and Uh-oh. just one of those things. I mean, the car is paid off, so, you know. It's, oh, that's it's why. Like, we live in it's a. It's like, well, it's a 2004 Maxima. We live in a rent, a lease. We lease our cars and our phones. Yeah, and it's it was like I didn't I didn't even know if I was going to make it home when I dropped my son off from school. Like that's now how bad to... it started getting. So that was oh, my morning, man. and then my day, you know, for work and everything. I mean, you know, it's work. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, so now we're shopping around for cars. What's up, John Craft? OG five. Awesome. Want the buyer's market? Yeah, car shopping (laughs) these days is a fucking nightmare because a used car costs Mm -hmm. as much as a new car cost two years ago. Right. And then... uh, So what you got to do is you got to get on your local Kia dealer, and then you buy that used... Well, the problem is it's a Kia. You're not not letting me finish. You get on to the used Kia Kia dealer where the guy who had the the Tacoma or the Tundra or the... The Maxima, he couldn't afford those payments, so he had to trade it in to get a, a, a Kia for a lower rate, and then they're selling his car used. You might be able to pick it up there for a good price. Yeah, yeah. probably pick it up for the same price as new, though. That's <laughs> the funny thing is they would Tacoma. always put those out because they knew they were the nicer cars. Like when, when Billy Facia was down here buying everything up in 2008 and it was broke, you'd drive down there and be all the nice, you know, Escalades, F-150, F-250, Alt Raptors, all these nice cars that people had to trade in for fucking Kias, and they'd just put them all out front so you can see everyone. Oh, wow, and they got a Raptor over there. And rumor has it, the word is, is that all these people who bought, as we've discussed before, bought these cars during their with their stimulus money will be losing them soon to the point where, like, the tow company is afraid oh. they're not going to be able to keep up. Wow. So their lease what? is up? Or the stimulus money is running out and people are going to default? No, they bought payments. it. And then now with uh, the inflation going up, they, like, you know, people will get money. It's like, nah, I can go get this, even though they really haven't gamed this thing out a while. You know, emotional spending, and then they get it, and if, then they like. If a thousand dollar check in the mail is considered a windfall in your life, you gotta fucking take a look in the mirror. If you're 18 years old, would that have been a windfall? Well, at 18, you're still in a home, so yeah, that's just no. It wasn't, that's not even a windfall. That's a fucking PS6 and a controller. You know what? <laughs> all that checks is. bought us outright. Phones. Yep. I don't lease my phone. I was telling Carrie, I said, you know that TV that died out in the garage a couple of months ago we've had for years and years and years? She's like, yeah. I was like, you remember where we got that? She's like, no. 32 inches is how expensive it was back in the day. I said, we bought that with our George Bush stimulus check. <laughs> remember when uh, Bush cut the uh, 
the stimulus checks. Dollar check or something. Yeah, we. That's where we got our TV at. And at the time, that's right. It used to cost fucking six hundred dollars for a thirty-two inch goddamn LCD TV. And you're talking about the the deep ones, right? No, just the the early model LCD flat screens, not the CRTs. Like the yeah. just the. Well, I still remember when those flat screen CRTs first came out, and I bought one, and it was expensive. As Sony shit. Trinitron. It was a Toshiba. Those were the yeah the flat screens, but they were CRTs. Those things weighed like two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, they're nonsense. The key to lifting old monitors and TVs that are CRTs, you put the screen towards your chest because that's the heaviest part. If the screen's facing away from you, it's going to cause you to lean forward. So, not that anybody has CRT, but if you're emptying out your grandpa's garage in five years and he's got an old 25 inch computer monitor in there, put the screen towards your chest. Your back will thank you. I think I did that when somebody thought that was their TV and I was, it was actually mine from graduation. I kind of give a good shove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ashtrays flying. <laughs> For a while, right. for a while, I thought on Facebook and Instagram all these memes about it having ADD and ADHD and people having OCD and LMNOP. It was just kind of a it's kind of everybody, right? A fad. Well, that's my question. See, we're old and jaded, where we remember a handful of cats in high school being on it. I actually took someone's Ritalin in high school because I didn't need it, and because I closed at Wendy's every night, it had the opposite effect, and it was more like a speed for me. So I would take someone's Ritalin in the morning to get me through the day, so I can so go back to work. Much, uh, so, so proof was in the pudding for you that you didn't have it. So it was a rarity as far as, but now it seems like is is it is everybody really on it nowadays, or is it just one of those cool things to say like you like girls would say no. they're bisexual in the nineties? I don't know because sometimes I think I slipped through the cracks. I was talking to mom about it, but uh, you know, uh, but just the things that I went through, and she said he's climbing up curtains, can't pay attention in school. They literally put me in a school with no windows so no I could pay walls. attention. But what they did not realize is the classrooms were separated by chalkboard, so you could see the legs of the chicks underneath in the other room, and you're just staring at that. There you go. You know, unless they found something to really get my focus, like dinosaurs and planets. You know, I like otherwise dinosaurs. I was just fucking. Otherwise, I was just drawing at my desk the whole time. Do, 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 do. Dance monkey, that's the problem. They needed to do a little more dancing up there. Entertain so, me. I guess the question is though, is if more and more people and or kids are on this shit, I guess the chicken or the egg question is is A, which can't I mean, did we always have it and we we're just underdiagnosed, or is something so dramatic gone on in the last twenty three years that more and more people are on it now because they need it? It could be a lot of bad diagnosis. Yeah. A lot of false diagnosis. Speaking of chicken or egg, I've got an answer for you. You ate the chicken and then you ate his leg? No. I think the egg came first because it was just a progress from a dinosaur. Mm Mm-hmm. Before that, it was something else. And then as it slowly mutated. Birds are fucking dinosaurs. Yes, they are. Did you see that? So I watched the newer, uh, that, that latest iteration of Jurassic Park. The, the, um... The, um, Where they try to do the corrective, actually, because we bled them with an iguana, they looked more like a lizard. In reality, we should have had, we got more. Was it the one which it was like taken, but with dinosaurs? The one I told you no, guys it's about? the new one you took Nugget to. Yeah, it's like taken, but with di- instead of his yes. daughter getting kidnapped, That's, the, the yeah. other girl's <laughs> daughter gets kidnapped. And All while they're going through the third world countries, instead of having dog fights, it's dinosaur fights and black market dinosaur trades. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. You said taken. I didn't think movie. I thought literally a verb. No. <laughs> so it took me a second. I have a set of special set of skills, and I'm going to use them on you because I'm 73. That, that taken. 
Okay, gotcha. What'd you think of it overall? Just as predictable as all the others. See, I had only seen the first two, and whoever's smacking their desk with a pen will knock that shit off. Um, I told you, I know what it is. It's like we can play it's not a that pen. Sound. You are incorrect, sir. Well, you're it's still hitting your paper with it. I actually it's not even paper. It's hitting a wooden desk. I actually liked it better because Sir Ryan's like, I want to get a movie. What do you want to see? I want to see Jurassic Park. Fuck. <laughs> I haven't I seen any of the other ones. Top Gun. I, I haven't seen any of the other Top ones. And so I'm expecting like a remake or part two of or part three from the part one and two from when I was a kid. And so the fact that it really wasn't a dinosaur movie per se, it actually made it more enjoyable as somebody who had no intention of seeing a Jurassic Park franchise. So I actually liked the format and how they did it. I, did you see? Did you notice what I said about it though? Uh, being like taken with dinosaurs? No, where at some point during the franchise creation, they decided it was bad optics to use rifles on dinosaurs. Oh yeah. And so in that movie, all the guys who have went woke. who have guns, they happily shoot each other, and then you'll see dinosaurs ripping people in half as they're running through the city square, and the markets are just eating people off the side of the street, just fucking disemboweling them. But the humans only use tasers in. Um, and tranquilizer darts on the dinosaurs, but they'll happily shoot each other. They'll happily shoot all the other humans, but for whatever reason in this movie, no one uses a fire, and they all have them. No one even so much as points a fucking rifle at a goddamn dinosaur in that movie. I'm going to send you a... Oops, didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Sorry, I fucked up. I'm going to send you a video. You just reminded me of something. You know who Heather Lynn is? No. Black Black Rifle, the the crazy Kentucky chick. Uh Well, I'm going to send you a (laughs) crazy Kentucky chick. Like, you could have just said crazy. You could have just said the Kentucky chick. She she refers to her as the devil hillbilly or something. Hand in hand. Talking about dinosaurs and not using guns, Mm -hmm. she had just had a video go out where she's in Florida with another people, and they're using air rifles on iguanas. Mm -hmm. So. We've talked about I, that. I thought it was interesting. And they stacked up like 14 of them that day. We've talked about that. I've been out on the water and had pellets fly over my head, which I have to say, hey, um, please don't put a hole in my boat. Shoot all the iguanas I'm actually you want, surprised but... you won't get in on that because that sounds like that would be a good time. <laughs> yeah, but I I, I, I kind of like lizards. I have nothing, no quarrels with well, them. And I understand I understand invasive species and all that, I, and I have no problems with other people. I didn't realize them. they fucked up the seawalls. Oh yeah, they destroy the seawalls. Um, I have no problems. My buddy Zach, he he actually discovered yet you, you have to actually use a varmint grade pellet, uh, yes. regular pellets and or BBs will simply bounce off of them. And so what he does, he shoots them because his his canal is close to the uh, the Lucent Snatchy River. And so he just shoots them, and it doesn't then sound like a fun river. <laughs> he just shoots maybe them. Maybe it's a real fun river. Depends on the type yeah, of dude real you fun. Are. He shoots them and kicks them in the canals for the blue crabs to eat. But there are people... Oh, listen, snatching blue crabs now, too? What else we got? Um, there are people... Um, actually, my buddy Eric, who went to high school with me, lives up in Port Charlotte. His neighbor was telling him they're good eating. And he's like, hmm. That's what they're talking about on that. He's like, uh, you know, somebody... He, he, he actually served in the Army, and uh, he was a tanker. He, he's overseas and all that stuff. And so he, he he's like, yeah, and his wife served, too. He's like... Uh, I was like, he's like, so yeah, I, uh, I shot two of them, gave them my neighbor. I said, did your neighbor clean them? No, my wife did. And then <laughs> gave them to the neighbor. It's like, damn, your, your old lady will fucking clean lizards? Oh, yeah, she don't give a shit because they're out catching fish all the time. And I guess they eat a lot of fish, so it was by nothing for them to for her to clean two iguanas and then give them to the neighbor to cook them up. But 
Well, the the guy leading them on the hunt is definitely what I would consider a, a the epitome of a Florida cracker. Um, what was interesting is the rifles, the air rifles, had the stylized look almost like an AR minus the magazine. Mm-hmm. So I could just see some weird random guy from a blue state up north freaking out when they see people going up and down the canals. Well, sadly, he doesn't have to freak out over a guy with a, a pellet gun that looks like an AR because you have those dipshits. Hey, man. And I saw a video the other day, and I meant to send it to you, Mike. It's some dickhead, some dumb fuck sitting on a beach in fucking Miami or somewhere with his fucking AR slung across his chest. And four fish and wildlife's talking to him. Hey, man, it's the state of Florida. I have a right to open carry when I'm going fishing. You don't carry an AR-15, you douchebag. You're just wanting to piss people off. And it's assholes like yep. that who, who mess it up for everything. Those are the problems. Hey, man, that's, I can that's carry exactly as long as... Yeah, dickhead. And people don't put a key. I keep a fishing pole in my car so I don't have to get a concealed carry permit. So if I get pulled over, I just say I'm going fishing, coming from fishing, currently fishing. I'm just fishing in the front seat of my car. I hate those fucking people. Those are the same people who go fishing without a fucking $19 fishing license. He gave me a yeah, $300. I pulled up my El Camino to the bank of this here. Dude, not even El Caminos. They're just fucking, even like rich, you know, oh. Not me. And then they get mad. I got a three hundred dollar ticket for what? Not having a fishing license. Well, you knew you didn't have one, dickhead. Didn't you just brag that you're a multimillionaire? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm on vacation from Vegas. I build TV. I, I, sometimes I can see you be seen in the background on a car building show on Discovery Channel the, before the producers messed it up, like they did with all the other channels that had to do with the same people. I always end up on the cutting room floor. I don't know what is going on. Yeah, you told you you just went over two different things that could I could have segued, and so I'm trying to figure out which way I want to segue. <laughs> I am throwing down the gauntlet today. So, do we want to segue from iguanas to alligators? Okay, that makes sense. Or, or. mid '90s bad television for 1978 locally good television. Let's do iguanas to alligators first. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, where did it put? Oh, here we go. Oh. Now, do I have to answer this as a question? I came out and looked, and there was an alligator with a dog in its mouth. The pictures are so graphic we had to blur them. A Cape Coral family saw an alligator with a dog in its mouth in the canal behind their home. Within an hour, that same gator was spotted eating a cat. Only NBC2's Gage Goulding was there when trappers taped that gator's mouth shut. Alligators and pets. <laughs> Two things that mix as well as oil and water. While this gator calls this canal along Northeast 8th Place his home, there's never been a problem like on Wednesday. It was a dog yelp and then a splash followed by a couple of more splashes. Curious as could be, they walked outside to the dock where their jaws hit the deck. And there was an alligator with a dog in its mouth. It was uh, a white and black dog. We definitely have a white and black dog. It wasn't one of their pets, but it has been a little quieter along the canal. You think somebody's dog is missing? Yeah, I think somebody's, I, I just somebody's think dog is definitely someone's, missing. Yeah, there's someone's dog missing. And no more than an hour later. We're sitting in the lanai and hear another splash. So we jump up and come out and look. This time, it's a cat, one that Whoops. used to roam the empty lots next to their house. 
now just an appetizer for this alligator. It backed into a storm drain connected to our canal. We tried to find the gator, looking in the storm pipe and along the water, but came up with nothing. Gator's gotta go. Gator gotta go. They say gator gotta go, and now, well, gator is gonna go. Within a matter of seconds, these trappers, well, they wrangled this seven-foot-eight gator right out of the canal. It took just one cast of the rod for Florida Fish and Wildlife trappers to reel this big guy in. While the gator certainly the wasn't happy, they weren't too thrilled either. This this gator's fat. Do you see how this part here is narrow? And you see how it bulges in? That's mm-hmm. all fat. That's all from being fat. It could be the reason why they caught it so quick, and maybe the reason why two pets are gone. Do you think this could eat in a dog? Absolutely. We might never know the actual answer, and to this family, that's okay. For it to be coming after dogs and animals, what's stopping it from coming after us? So Gator had to go, and they're glad it's gone. Now, if they could only trap one other pest, the person feeding these gators, because you got to go too. Reporting in Cape Coral, Gage Golding, NBC2. Guess where that was, Mike? Gator bait. Guess which lake that was off of, Mike? I bet that's Wally Gator, right? Zurich? That was fucking Lake Zurich. Is that the gator you think that was <laughs> That's uh, the, hanging out with you guys? He wasn't that big back in the day, but if you, I'm looking at Google Maps. That is if you paddle out the Lake Zurich, go down past uh, Four Corners, and go through Tilapia Town, and it's right there, the canal down on the right. So it's the second canal down on the right. You may have seen that gator. I may have been bitching about that alligator on this podcast because I said that the last thing you want is people feeding alligators and then they see people as human, as food sources, and they're now not the scared of us. Is, did you figure out the property? That I know exactly who's fucking doing it, who did it. Not only the same alligator, but I know the exactly because we've seen them out there. And at one time on my TikTok Live, I was fishing off to the seawall where they feed the fish. And she says, watch out, there's an alligator out there. I said, I know, I've seen you feed it. To which she mumbled something and walked off. But that's... that's You the, may have found the gator gotta go gator feeder. Peter. Well, and as Mike and I have said before, especially kayak fishing, there is many a times, believe it or not, I'll let you in a little secret. Most anglers care about the fish. Oh, my God. And so when they have a fish that has a hard-to-get-out hook, we have to put them back in the water and hold them with our hands and move them back and forth to keep the fuckers alive until we get the hook out. The last thing we want is an alligator that sees people as fucking a food source and come and bite my goddamn hand off because I'm dumb enough to care about a fucking fish. And that's my biggest concern. Well, and, you know, what kills me is that these people are like, oh, you know, we couldn't believe that an alligator would have ate that dog. It's a fucking dinosaur. It's a fucking alligator for one. And <laughs> number two, why the fuck is the dog loose? I thought and dinosaurs the were birds. Well, not to get into the fishing TikTok rule, but Carrie and I were out on a BMX boat. Both of us TikTok and I heard, I see out of my peripheral vision, a white flash. I hear a splash. And this is when it hadn't rained all summer. And all BMX was like a foot and a half deep. And I look, and it's a fucking, and I think the video, no, I never posted the video because I didn't get good footage of it, I don't think. Basically, these people had their damn dog out on the backyard, and its leash was so long that it it fell over the seawall, and it couldn't get back up. So I had to, luckily we saw, or he'd have been out there all goddamn night. damn it, Wanda, I told you to shorten that leash. Paddled over there, climbed up the seawall, went around, knocked on the guy's door, 
he finally opened the door. Huh? Oh, he thought it was the funniest shit. And so him and his kids are out there trying to get this fucking dog up, the seawall. And so <laughs> when they finally got it up off his leash, the damn thing ran over to me. I was like, help. <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. But sadly, yeah, there's people who keep their dog on a backyard. The rope's longer than the fucking yard. The damn dog fell under, off the seawall and was stuck underneath the dock. Just standing but, in the coral, getting his feet all cut up. And the and the sad part is, is that the people are going to sit there and blame the dog and say, oh, the dog should have jumped into the canal or you something like You shouldn't keep that. your dog no. outside, Dick. Bring yeah. him in. Let me show you something with this rope. Let's, like let's feed something. this rope out. Okay, here's the edge of the property. Let's walk it back about five feet, six feet. This is as far as he goes. You ever, seen that, movie? You ever seen that movie Lake Placid? Yeah. Yes, Betty that White. Is exactly what I think of as, as you're talking about this kind of story. <laughs> well, I was oh, Betty say, White's out there feeding the gator. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you know, when it comes to running your dog's leash length, has this is clearly a household that never grew up with Leghorn, Falkhorn, Leghorn, or Tom why and Jerry. Why say, why say, boy? Because every episode of Tom and Jerry, they outran Bruno, the dog who's on the <laughs> rope, twink, and then they outran the cat, twink. So, and they always knew the perimeter and then smack, smack. And then Jerry's uncle would show up and use Tom's whisker as a fucking banjo string. Come on, she did right. Twink! Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. That's back when the maid actually had a maid. Yep. A stereotypical racist maid voice. Yep, the Thomas yeah. thing. Thomas! This is another good segue back to the previous segue I was going to take, but we took the other segue instead. So, cartoons, comfort TV. By the way, this episode is not brought to you by Segway. No, nor, nor would it be. But <laughs> That'll I, be the one that Don turns Do You down. guys, I'm, don't <laughs> answer you. I don't want you to have time to think about it. I don't want you to just randomly <laughs> throw something <laughs> off the top of your head because you've watched like eight seasons in the last three weeks. Of? Do you have a comfort television show and or movie that you watch from time to time just to go back to better times or maybe it puts a warm feeling in your cockles. I have a lot of them. Before you answer, I'll just give you a little hint on mine. Well, hold on. Baby, if you never wondered, wondered whatever became of WKRP in Cincinnati. And what was the real station's name that was AM? WKRC in Cincinnati. Got it. You know why they chose WKRP? With some old uh, WKRC DJs as my teacher, as you see that I have really well, I spent that money well. You know what? You know why they chose the call letters WKRP for the show? No. It basically spells crap. Because the radio station was so bad. Oh. Uh, but I watch this show for multiple reasons. Double entendre. Triple reasons I watch the show. One, it's it's fab it's fantastically written, and you can see a lot of the episodes on YouTube. I suggest you go back and watch it. Great. The the writing's excellent. Since I've worked in radio for six years, I get what's going on in their environment. It makes it even funnier. Apparently back in the day it was cited and awarded and beloved by people who worked in radio because it because the people who wrote it worked in radio. That's how the show came to be. That was back in the days where it was all cocaine and payola, right? 1978. Hey, the year of... My birth. And so, for those of you in the listening audience, Gordon and I were born in Covington, Kentucky, which is on the other side of the river. 
from Cincinnati. And not only do I, and so we're not from Covington, Kentucky. No, that we're is born where there. The hospital yes, was. we're from Richwood. And then later Florence on, Union. not too much long later on, but a handful of years later, not enough that a metropolitan area would change very much. Uh, my parents got divorced and moved, and every other weekend we would travel down to my mom's, which included a ride through downtown Cincinnati. And so when I watch that show and the theme song comes on, they have footage of 1978 Cincinnati, and it is exactly what it looked like when we were kids. And there are shots where they're driving down over the bridge and underneath the, mm-hmm. from within the car. and it's The double-decker bridge? Did, the West Spence Bridge, I think it's called? They show the stadium, the old Riverfront Stadium. It's just, it's like I'm driving to mom's house again. And then it's kind of cool to think, well, not only is that there, but 1978, when it's out, our parents were like in their fucking 20s and, thir- you know, they were in their mid-30s Early that time. 20s. And so when you're watching your show, you're thinking, hypothetically, in that time, they could be yeah. broadcasting to our family. Yes, Mike, hands up in the back. What are you talking about? Oh, WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a radio show. It's a TV show about a, a bad you know AM radio a station. Phone. I do, actually. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. And it's just great comedic writing, but it's about a, a really bad, shitty radio station and all the dumb promos they would try to do and the, and the jocks and format change, all that radio stuff. But it takes a lot of place. Nostalgia and, and skylines and reminding. It of takes place childhood. in Cincinnati. And so when I say comfort TV, you know, once again, like I said, the, the intro reminds me of driving through Cincinnati as a kid. And then the mm-hmm. whole the whole kind of just fantasy thing. Oh, that's kind of cool to think that if that was a real radio station and that shit was going on, my family was all there and Carrie's family is all living at that time in that area. So, you know, obviously if you live in L.A., Chicago, New York, there's a lot of TV shows you can re- relate to like that. But for people like in the Midwest, those are few and far between. And, and it's a damn good show. Go check out WKRP in Cincinnati on YouTube. You'll be happy you did. And you know what's funny? I, I thought I was watching. So you're saying it holds up? It, it more than holds up. But you know what's funny? We were talking a few weeks ago about how these young cats are—they got their mullets and their pit viper sunglasses—and and some oh of the God. some of the older children's, you know, in their late twenties now, they're kind of going more with that seventies or eighties vibe again. The girls are getting the bigger glasses, and some of them are going with the feathered hair. I'm watching a scene, and Johnny Fever's in the radio studio with Bailey, and I'm watching this on my phone. And I'm like. We've come full circle. If you'd have watched this show ten years ago, you're like, "Damn, those clothes are so dated." Uh, look, that's 1978, but now it's like, "Oh, dudes are wearing that mustache. They got that same haircut now, and the girls are wearing the big glasses and the feathered hair." We've come full circle to where, from a distance, if you're just looking at some of the clothes, you can't tell an episode of WKRP in Cincinnati from the 1979 versus some of the cats walk around in 2022. Excellent. So, Mike, you got a comfort show. I actually don't have a comfort show. I mean, my nostalgia movie. I have nostalgic movies and stuff like that, but I have a bunch of them, you know, because I, I, you know, watch different stuff throughout throughout my life. But uh, I mean, it's not going to be like something from two thousand two, is it? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say two thousand two. Silent Bob J strikes back. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd <Clerks> say four. Geely. <laughs> I'd say my my comfort movies. Harry um, Potter and would, the Sorcerer's Stone <laughs> would probably be like Casino. Oh, there you go. Good, solid pick. <laughs> and uh, Goodfellas I, and stuff like I, that. I've never done the math, but a guy I know who used to do data recovery that I worked with claims that his uncle, I think, 
screen wrote that. Really? Yeah, I never looked it up to confirm it, but that was never always his, it out, did his you? claim. But I, he has no reason to lie about it. I mean, of all things to choose. But yeah, that's but a even good uh, Even other stuff like uh, Twister with Bill Paxton. You know, that's a good yeah. one that I like to watch. Um, takes me back to my childhood. So, but see, at least you know, the movie of your childhood stands up, whereas mine, Goonies, doesn't stand up. Goonies, <laughs> like, God, I, I like that <laughs> shit. But that was the show of the movie of my age, like 12 year old boys. I mean, that yeah. was right there for us. I mean, you had the uh, the one kid who invented all the crazy shit. It's like, oh, you wanted to be that kid. Like, yeah, I'm 10. I can make a boxing glove come out of my belt and punch somebody in the face. Sure. <laughs> in your room, tearing up your toys and getting springs and trying to make shit pop out of things. <laughs> what about you, Gordon? What's your... Well, what you... so I don't really have anything that I, I have a go-to. But if it's on, because I just... It may be a toss-up between maybe an Iron Eagle or MASH. <laughs> Iron Eagle. Chappy! Yep. Or make up some time. Puts on his headphones, turns up the music. Yep. Iron Eagle was the poor man's Top Gun. Yes, it was. It but was man, Well, I it was Top Gun for kids. my favorite aircraft, so. It's one of those, the 16-year-old boy becomes the hero, much like Toy Soldier. Remember that movie where the all-boy school gets taken over by the, the terrorist group and the, and the kids and get And The Last guns. Starfighter is a good, solid one, too. And that's the one with the weird alien. That was the one with Lou Gossett Jr. as the alien, yes. Because Lou Gossett Jr. used to do a lot of uh, scuba diving. He used that that technique for his, his sounds and his breathing. That's when he did Alien Mind? Enemy Mind. Enemy Mind, yeah, yeah that's, that's it. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of is Enemy Mind. I'm yep. getting them all wet. Yep. Okay, the Last Starfighter, that was the kid movie with the thing and the stuff. But. Yeah, no, yeah, it's actually Enemy Mind. That was such a good flick. But, uh, yeah, uh, normally... I'm I'm still trying to catch up on everything on our streaming services that I don't even have a chance to to go down that route. Waste of money, man. You consolidate, I tell you. <laughs> well, and what's what's funny about my answers though is that those movies would like even like the Godfather trilogy stuff like that all came out before I was born. Mm-hmm. But that still takes me back to like because I used to sit there and watch that stuff with my father. You know, he he'd turn it on, have a few beers, and I'd be sitting there like. Like watching all this violence and stuff go on and people shooting people and stuff. That was cool. So you, you said know? you like Goodfellas, right? Yeah. So we're going to do an Animaniacs trivia. <laughs> I think it was Animaniacs. Anything okay. about the pigeons on Animaniacs that seemed familiar? You're talking about the Good Feathers? The Good Feathers, yes. Yeah. Did you watch Animaniacs growing up? A little bit, yeah. And Zany to the Max. Well, they're back and they're on Hulu. Yep. I did so. hear that. So... Hello, nurse. Um, See, the thing is, is what made the original Animaniacs so funny is because some of the people involved, you know, they just had that male toxic masculinity humor to it. Like the episode of Pinky and the Brain where Brain is on Johnny Carson with Dolly Parton and she said something along the lines of, what do you say to that? And which Brain said, I'd say puberty is very good to you. That's in a daytime (laughs) Have you you tried watching a new Animaniacs, Don? No, I don't have Hulu. Well, I tell you, it's still in the same vein. I did not realize it was Steven Spielberg to begin with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, And it's his name still attached to it. But speaking of watching things, watched a Joe Coy special over the weekend. Oh, yeah. To which I tasked Don to do the Are same Are you familiar thing, with so Joe Coy, discuss Mike? it on this here episode. Is it a new one or an old one? It is brand new 2022. Are you familiar with Joe Coy? Yes. 
Okay, give. We used to have a restaurant out here, but I think it closed. To give the the viewers a little background, because I haven't talked to Gordon about this, but um, the opinions expressed on part of the What's in Your Head podcast are based on the fact that Gordon and Don are both familiar with Joe Coy going back about eight and a half years. And so we've been around for, since the beginning. We listened when he launched his podcast and all that stuff, and to see him blow up now. So if anything seems a little offset as far as opinion or confusing, it's maybe because we've just been a fan of his for so long. Gordon, go ahead. So... <laughs> I laughed my ass off. It I have not funny. laughed that hard since watching the last episode it, of WKRP in Cincinnati. But it I, was fuck. very, it was great, very funny. However, <laughs> there was one part that I could not relate to, and it was how we were all walking around in fear because of COVID. I wasn't. Me were you walking around in fear? That was the only thing I didn't quite. I was going to say, you can't relate to that, but you can relate to 30 minutes of his whole entire bit, which was about CPAP masks. That oh, absolutely. The apnea <laughs> shit? Fucking hilarious. Although I was like, well, he kind of did the apnea thing, but I can see him now hawking sleep apnea machines in he the was, future. Well, He's he going to be like the Wilford Brimley of, ap- <laughs> of CPAP machines. And I understand what he was saying. People in California did freak the fuck out, but I think... He was relaying how everybody in California was freaking out, but I also think mm-hmm. he was setting up that first joke, which he had this great joke, and I don't want to give away all his, his his stuff. But and the crowd work with those jokes, he was fan fucking tastic. He was talking about like after two months in, he's getting tired of wearing a mask, and he saw reports saying you know if you have any you know lung related issues that breathing issues breathing yeah. issues that you're free from wearing a mask, and so he went to. a a game or went somewhere and he told the guy, he's like, Hey man, I, I, I got a disability in my lungs. I, I don't get to wear, I don't have to wear a mask. Guy's like, really? What do you got? He's like, sleep apnea. He's like, sleep apnea. He's like, yeah. What's that? What's that? <laughs> it's conditioned with my lungs. I, I need, I have a machine that helps me breathe at night or I, I might die. So, you know, my lungs are very sensitive. How, how does that work? No, it's, it's a machine that, that gets air into my lungs. And he's like, but how does the air get in your lung, Joe? Because like, I got to wear a fucking mask, right? Fuck you. I'm <laughs> so, so the fact that he was using the one disease that requires you to sleep in a mask for eight hours, the joke being that was his excuse of not why I can't wear a mask in public. It, I tell you, so well the amount of people out there with sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, uh, they're not all fat. No, they're not. I, I'm sure uh, I have it if I got tested. I, I saw uh, a banshee. Do you dream? That's the number one question to ask. Was, Do you remember your dreams? I used to read it up, Word Up magazine. Yeah, I remember my dreams. I've been directing yeah. my dreams since I was a kid. My secret to falling asleep as a kid. <laughs> Dad's got the fucking. <laughs> no, seriously. When I was like, Cut! when I would have insomnia or whatever from a kid, or you know, whether I was at mom's house or whatever, just dealing how I would get myself to fall asleep is I would basically start a scene. I would think about it like a movie scene or something. Oh, some yeah, action, I did that too. And I yeah, would kickstart my dream. Song. So when you, I, I fall asleep, so I'd always direct my dreams, you know, direct the scene, and that way hoping that it carries on into something. But. I This is going to sound weird. You've never heard this one from me. One of the ways as a teenager that I could try to get myself to go to sleep, and maybe even a late adolescent, is I was dreaming that I was in one of them almost like an escape pod and it was kind of like an alien situation yeah you know and shit's falling apart and you're escaping and it's and then it's the hype you know the uh the 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 sleeping you know how they went to sleep uh and, and that was kind of it you just get myself you know away from what's going on and and get the imagination running and hopefully it was that way you mm-hmm. know you end up out in space drifting and then you drift off that's that was my method 
Yeah, I should probably be committed. Man, I used God. to have weird dreams when I would sleep. Oh, this After one would, seven hours, my dreams are haywire. When I was a kid, this one would fucking sleep with his hand up in the air like this. Like, <laughs> well, you're fucking in class. Because it felt good, man. You, it felt you, old you enough, fucking, I guess. Are, are, are you in... And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Buckle up, Buttercups. Listen, if you're one of those glitter bitch, sparkle taco ass parents that let your kids identify as a cat or dog, can you please be a responsible pet owner and get your cat or dog spayed or neutered so we don't have any more of your genetics floating around in the gene pool thing? And this has been Deep and Thoughts this has with Ted been Nugent. The What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. You kind of sound like Ted Nugent. Ted yeah, Nugget. It's more of a PSA of the week, but. You know, we don't have the production money to cut new imaging every time we do the slightest variation in a bit, so we have to stick with the old stuff. Before we get to news. And shit. And shit. I need a weed eater. You need a what? A weed eater. Weed? Whacker. Uh, whacker. Weed whacker. Weed whacker. Remember the one we had growing up that had the big handle on it? Yeah, I don't want to go down the whole story because I I think we covered his last episode. My weed eater died, right? We're talking about disposable societies. Did you pour, one out? Did you pour out some, um, some uh, pre-mixed two-cycle fuel for it? No, but F all you guys who didn't give me love for my pouring out some tea on the day of the queen. <laughs> I got <laughs> it, dude. No one's, that but it really did needed to be warm tea and probably Earl Grey. I'm American. So. I don't have Earl Grey. I got fucking brown tea, and we like it. Yeah. But that video I thought would get more love, but no. You was guys, that sweet tea or unsweetened iced tea? That was, was unsweetened. It was in the refrigerator. <laughs> so it's not okay. Are you drinking unsweetened now? I drink whatever. I mean, I drink okay, black coffee every day. But... um Oh shit! With oh yeah. So anyhow, <clears throat> I ventured down the lows last week because Mike, you weren't here. Um, need a new weed eater. I figure I can take it to a place to get it fixed for about eighty bucks plus parts. Or when I was in Lowe's two weeks ago, they had them brand new for one hundred and fifty dollars. You decide what you would do. So I found myself standing at Lowe's this weekend, and lo and behold, all of the weed eaters were gone. G O N E fucking gone because last weekend on Labor Day they had a weed eater sale. So all the weed eaters. Well, yeah, that's kind of how that works. Nothing in there but like the three, the freaking 12-inch made for short people. We've well, got the midget model over here. Oh, shit. So I, I figure I head on down there. to Home de Padoue. De Padoue? Home de Padoue. Are they owned by the same company as K. Roger? I don't know. They might be. Target. But I'm down at Home de Padoue. And I walk into the weed eater section, and there's boxes and rows and displays and lights and signs. Like, sweet. I'm like, ooh. I got options. And then I was like, wait a minute. Something's, Something's not right here in the home dip I do. Cast my eyes like at the chainsaws. Cast my eyes at the leaf blowers. Cast my eyes at the weed trimmers. Real quick question before you go any further. What color were they? Colors of the rainbow. Every model, every company, every brand. Home de Padoue has decided they have drawn a line in the fucking sand, and that line is gardening equipment must be powered by battery. You're talking about rare earth metals, heavy <sighs> metal batteries? Now, I'm a reasonable guy. And last yeah, week, because I care it, about my neighbors and how they feel about the appearance of my house and the weeds around the fucking house, because you've got to mow your grass three times a week because it rains so fucking much. Not the guy that grows corn in his front yard. Uh, not that guy, but this guy. So I reached out to my buddy Zach and said, hey, do you got a weed? I need a weed here. And he said, sure. You're trying to Come use pick natural it up. Sweet. Native. 
So I stopped on the way to his house, us on the way home from work and picked up his weed eater. And this is before my trip to Lowe's. This is what leads to my opinion about what is happening at Home Depot. Do. So prior to my trip to Lowe's and prior to my trip to Home Depot, do I found myself borrowing Zach's weed eater and it was battery operated. I said, hmm, pack a lunch. This might be fun. Go out there and listen. Home Depot do. Tell me you haven't mowed your own lawn without telling me you haven't mowed your own lawn. We're talking to the people who decide what to sell there. Yeah, they just use the guys that stand out in the parking lot to do that. Battery-operated trimmers are just that. They are designed to trim a well-manicured yard when you're mowing it for the first time since last Saturday. Yes, they will trim grass, but they are not weed eaters. They are not weed fucking whackers. This thing did not touch the St. Augustine vines I got growing up. So are you saying house. you need a handheld version of a bush hog? I'm saying that 83% of their weed eaters in stock are battery powered. They're going full battery. They're like squeezing the two cycle shit out. And so the two cycle cha- the weed eaters they had in stock were like 230 bucks. Now I'm at the threshold again. Well, now it's cheaper for me to <laughs> fix the one I already have. So I didn't buy anything, but it's like the battery ones, they are so underpowered that they have their own line. Which is amazing because the electric motors can be so fucking powerful. They just put gas to shame. Yeah, but they, I think. They have torque. They definitely instant. have torque. Not yeah. only that. It's the high end, right? It's the RPMs that we got to worry about. But as we know from, you know. So some these, kind of clutching mechanism. These are weed eaters and not laptops. So they haven't been designed for battery performance. And so <clears throat> they probably have to put less powerful motors in them to make them last for the amount of time it usually takes a person to mow a suburban yard because they just seem underpowered. I, I literally, I didn't even try it's to do basically a, a drill motor in there. Yeah. And so it's like, I get a home Depot do your, your residential base. I just hope that Lowe's continues to sell two stroke gas powered fucking lawn. Uh, weed My eaters. question to you, Don. Yes. Does the uh, local Harbor Freight have a Bauer version or a Predator version? I'm sure they do, and I'm sure it's made out of fucking port aluminum and it weighs 838 pounds and comes with a sling. It's a workout. I bet that bitch comes with a sling. Get that. Put your weighted vest on. Remember the weed eaters of yore? Back when we were helping Robin mow her hill, they'd have the big ones with the the sling and the freaking the the front mount. It's like being on a motorcycle. (laughs) Use an electric wraith. Yeah. Yep. Those guys. So please, um, just be warned if you're out buying a weed eater, if you need something just to trim grass because, well, you're punctual with mowing your yard and, yeah, and you if don't you live fell in Florida. Down that hill, you're pretty properly fucked, too. <laughs> Goofy said it best. <laughs> news and shit. News and shit. Now here's Gordon with some news and shit. Gordon, how are you doing tonight, fellow? Doing our rate and probably not as well as the residents of Big Bone Lick, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And Beaver Lick, Kentucky. Talking about Northern Kentucky, talking about nostalgia. Yep. We used to have to run. I would drive. This is before Don was able to, to drive, but I, I, I would get asked to go fetch some cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And this is when this store was still open. The Beaverlick Trading Post. <clears throat> I got you. Kind beat. of a rundown looking shanty thing right on the corner of 42 and. Uh, Big Bone, whatever the fuck that road's called, 665, I don't know. No, 665 is outside Grove City, Ohio. That's right. I get my... I have you beat. You said you had to go to Beaver Lick to get cigarettes for mom. I used to sit there during mom's work shifts when she worked there. So I literally 
<clears throat> spent time. <laughs> I did time at Beaverlick. Well, because uh, Beaverlick Trading Post is back. Outside of Big Bone, Kentucky. Mom and pop shops have been replaced by big box stores, as we know, everywhere you go. But as Southern Boone County expands and develops, I'm sorry, I hate to hear that, mm-hmm. one couple has is resurrecting an idea of a small-town grocer. To some, the Beaverlick Trading Post, which makes great t- used to make great used T-shirts, to have a shirt. is an old bait-and-tackle shop. I remember getting our worms there when we lived down at uh, Twin Lakes. I think when or Dad old- caught that big-ass catfish in Deer Creek and I'm holding it up in the garage, I got my Beaverlick Trading Post shirt on. Yep. Or an old check-in station during hunting season. For years, the store uh, had been vacant. Yep. I think I was pretty near falling down until uh, the trading post became a little more than a memory to the residents memory. of Walton and Union, Kentucky. And Big Bone. Don't forget about Big Bone. That's actually an area. Mm-hmm. You see, that's where the sh- – yeah, there's actually a cop had asked me about living down in Big Bone and, and sheep running scared. But uh, Now, Gordon <clears throat> uh, sent me a new photo of the Beaverlick trading post. And I'll happily post it on the What's In Your Head podcast for this website so you can see the photo. But what I didn't tell Gordon when he sent me that photo is because I have the same computer. Up until a year ago, I've been running the same version of Windows, just upgraded since 1999. So I had to switch. But I still have all my files. I have photos of the defunct, closed, post-signed big uh, Beaverlick trading post. So I'm going to post both the defunct photo next to the new remastered photo. And that photo. was probably defunct 10 years before it even That was yeah, 2000s, mid-2000s. Well, one Mimi and Joe Bourne are changing that. Both entrepreneurs, both entrepreneurs, she runs a healthy meal prep business called no Mimi's God. Macros, and he operates a private contractor in, an, in the IT industry, so you got an IT guy. And you got a, a, a chef. The true two were driving home from church one day when they spotted the old Beaver Lake trading post. They stopped and peered inside. We just couldn't believe what we were seeing. It was completely ready to go. Just needed stock staffed and point of sales system. So I thought it was run down and probably full of holes. Apparently. Well, I think it had many an uh, owner, but it's not exactly the best um, intersection. Well, now apparently it's getting better because of development, but it used to be out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. He said that another couple purchased a store in 2018. The trench camps brought the bought the location with the intention of getting the store up and running. According uh, to him, they said that they remodeled the store and it was ready to go, but the but life got in the way between daughters getting married, pandemic, you know, everything just got screwy. They couldn't do it. So Joe, being a native of Boone County, like others, remembered the different phases the store has gone through, mm-hmm. but more than anything, he knew that his neighbors desperately needed a store down there as a community resource. I could not dis- or I, I could not agree more. I stole my first um, condoms <clears throat> from the Beaver Lake Trading Post. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that boat sailed, huh? <laughs> Joe is a native of Boone County, uh, blah, blah, blah. After closing the deal, Bourne said they originally planned to open the store in six weeks, but when they heard about the racing event at the nearby Florence Speedway, mm-hmm. been there. Dirt track, so baby, dirt track. Dirt, they pushed the opening to two weeks. Wow. So he said he didn't sleep for two weeks, uh, tired but determined the store opened in time with three retirees on staff. <laughs> they the board said our absolute salvation. I wonder if these people actually worked there before. Um, and then the store received an immediate response from the community. Born said they uh, strive to be more than a convenience store with rocking chairs on the front porch. That ain't the beaver lick I know. <laughs> you know. 
And I think it's going to be better than ever. This Mike, is awesome. This place had the old school utility style tub with the bubbler mm-hmm. and the fucking uh, minnow, the bluegill minnow. I hope they go. kept that. Uh, That's where we'd get all of our minnows to go fish in the Ohio River. So needless to say, they're trying to resurrect a small town grocery store. Most recently, the store celebrated getting a soft serve ice cream machine and receiving approval to serve fresh pizza. Mm. So they're they're doing some uh, they're doing some stuff. They're doing a breakfast. Uh, I wonder what's who's really going to cool pull up. Is if you are a teacher and you live there, you get like free coffee. Remember the building across the street, the Paul Bunyan place. Uh, you talking about the, the restaurant uh, pig? Well, it was also kind of kitty corner from it. Yeah, remember when we were a wee kid? It had like a twelve foot tall Paul Bunyan yep. out in front of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if somebody's probably going to buy that out if it's not empty. Right. Welcome to the Kentucky so Hot Memories the first, with Gordon Trading Post will have its first annual fall festival starting at 3 p.m. and lasting till 8. There will be a petting zoo, pony rides, food, hot apple cider, caramel apples. I know I'm from Kentucky and I should say caramel. Uh, pumpkins and mums for sale. Mums the word. Anyway, along with variety of uh, products from local vendors, and so I'm a new if they stop will almost is even just do like a farmers market down there, you know. Yep, and a new stop just got plotted from the Richwood to um, Rabbit Hash Motorcycle Run on every Saturday. It'll be back. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Be so it's looking beautiful, and um, I think that's fantastic to hear. Their sign shows milk for two ninety nine. I wish mm-hmm. I could find milk for two ninety nine. Any oh attention uh oh we got a problem What's hold up? on I got to zoom in on the picture attention attention danger Will Robinson danger I used You're to not have a, like this one I used to have a thing they used got a a, a f- I can do this not permitted moist, on the property moist, sign on their moist, window moist moist that's like a danger moist moist <laughs> I don't have a danger so, evidently if you're <laughs> open carrying in a constitutional carry state oh by the way i'm traveling to montana here soon mm-hmm. and every state i'm traveling through that's outside of nevada is a constitutional carry state sweet, sweet. i'm surprised desantis hasn't pulled that trigger yet he's too busy shipping migrants off the fucking uh oh man they're trying to beat him up over it but it's so funny i was watching well Peter apparently Ducey corner that stupid idiot they've got for a press reporter now or yeah. press secretary now and she just won't she won't she won't won't budge don't, don't even understand, you know, so it's so they don't understand the concept. So you you think it's OK for these states to take all these these unlicensed, un, you know, illegal immigrants. And then if they ship them, even if it may have been under false pretenses, and I still don't know if that's the case. Well, to your your neck of the woods. Oh, that's a no go. I don't know. Is damage control or just stories that the media won't cover? But I saw something somewhere. Somebody's doing some voiceover work who claims allegedly Allegedly. That not only were they not duped, they were given a, basically a disclaimer to sign, like a, you know, in Spanish or whatever the native tongue was, we're sending you here, and they gave them a map of the city and like a list of phone numbers called for services before taking them up there. So they weren't. And listening. then they're probably saying, they probably misunderstood and thought it was, because this happens a lot. And then, and if the people who get there to rescue you say, hey, say this, mm-hmm. that'll get said. Right, right. Anyway, let's talk about hypocrisy. I thought we were. We were talking politics. Oh, we're zing. continuing on, but this is a little different. This is in the business world. Fayetteville, Fayetteville, Arkansas, coming in from the AP. Arkansas. Arkansas. An executive of the vegan food product company has been charged with felony battery and making terroristic threats after a fracas outside a football game and where he's accused of biting a man's nose, according to officials. 
Beyond Meat Chief Operating Officer Doug Ramsey has been accused with road rage attack outside of Saturday's game between Arkansas Razorbacks and the Missouri State Bears in Fayetteville, Arkansas. According to the Fayetteville television station KNWA. That one don't work with WKRP. Nope. Wait a second. Fayetteville, Arkansas. I thought anything... Is that west of the Mississippi? Uh, I think so. Okay, because east of the Mississippi, everything begins with a W. A police reporter says that 53-year-old Fayetteville man attacked another man who tried to inch in front of him in the parking garage traffic lane and made contact with the wheel on Ramsey's sport utility vehicle. Uh, Police officers responding to the reported disturbance arrived to find two males with bloody faces, according to reports. After speaking with Ramsey, you know, the guy who's a vegan, head Mm -hmm. of the vegan company, a man and other witnesses... Is this Impossible Burger or Beyond Burger? Beyond Meat. Yeah. Beyond a fucking nose, apparently. Well, their uh, stocks the were down, too. determined that Ramsey had gotten out of his SUV and punched through the back windshield of the other car. This guy's angry because he's not eating any meat. Uh, then the, uh, the driver of the other vehicle said he emerged from his car, and Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body. He also bit the owner's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip of his nose right off. The man uh, and witnesses also reported hearing Ramsey threaten to kill the said man. Beyond Meat, well, they have not responded to messages from the station and the Associated Press seeking comment. I, Damage I, control time. I'm not 100% sure it's Beyond Meat. I think it is. I remember hearing on, I think, Rogan's podcast a couple of weeks ago, he said Beyond, one of the two, either Impossible or Beyond Meat, but it sounds to me like Beyond Meat, maybe that's why their CEO is going ape shit. basically was found out of the two that that one is the worst for your kidneys because all the seed oils they use in it. And so some information has got out about how bad that particular brand of fake meat is. And so their stock has been crashing and he's been getting a lot of bad publicity. So maybe that's building hey, up uh, on him and causing the government. You want to live a shit. vegan lifestyle, don't want to consume meat, but really don't care for your kidneys? Come on we over to Beyond Meat. To make it look like blood. Remember when Dave and I tested that? Yeah. Dude, were those burgers cold by the time you tested them? It didn't matter. I went to, we have the best Burger King in Cape Coral down here. Not saying much so Burger King, but the best one. Usually crispy fries and, and well, well-assembled well sandwiches, which is pretty much all you can ask for when you get fast food. I went down there and got a Beyond Burger with everything in cheese and a Whopper with everything in cheese. So basically the same exact burgers but different meat. I could smell the fucking thing when it got in my truck. So these commercials are like, oh, I can't tell. Bitch, you could smell the difference before you even put it in your, before you even unwrap the fucking Guess wrapper. What, bitch? That nose is linked to that fucking tongue. It was so bad that Dave, Mr. I eat, I'm always hungry. Dave did not finish it. Didn't He took one bite and was done. Didn't want nothing to do with it. That's how bad of a fucking burger that thing was. Gross. So last story of the evening. Coming out of one Berlin, Germany. Oh, yeah. On the AP, German custom officials say, well, let me stop right there. If you're going to steal something, make sure that 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 thing you stole is less than the amount of money that gets you with a felony. It doesn't leave evidence as you're stealing it or a trail. Or a wallet, perhaps. German custom officials said a trail of slime... (laughs) led them to a stash of almost 100 giant African land snails 
and other hidden items inside bags at Dusseldorf. Their mustard's good, by the way. You should try it on your White Castles. Airport this month. If it ain't Frank's, I don't bother. Well, they don't have Frank's at White Castles. Well, what's, what's the yellow mustard we grew up eating when it came to the fake barrel? French's. French's. If it ain't French's, I don't bother. In a statement Friday, authorities said officials stumbled upon or stumbled over one of the snails on a baggage truck and initially thought it was a toy until it started moving. Well, that would be a little freaky. By following the trail left by this 20-centimeter, sorry, uh, who is it called? We need to use, you know, freedom measurements here. Mm -hmm. Eight-inch snail. They found a bag with a hole. (laughs) With other snails, uh, with another snail already peeping out of it. What's up, fool? Possibly pairing, preparing to, as they put dash for freedom, I'm thinking slowly glide. In total, officials found six bags containing 93 giant snails, 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat, mm, and, a so- and a suitcase lovely. full of, well, top it off with some rotting meat. So you didn't bother to put any ice packs in it? there? I have no idea. All had been imported from Nigeria and were de- destined for an African goods store located in oh, West Germany. Cargo. The snails were handed to the Animal Rescue Service in Dusseldorf, and the meats were destroyed, according to customs official. Never in the history of the Dusseldorf customs officials has a trail of slime led us to smuggled goods, according to its smoke- spokesman, Michael Walk. So... Lesson to be learned, don't upscound with giant snails. You will be found out. You know, the last week I was in here praising the show that is Is It Cake. Yes. And your story um, reminded Uh me of one thing of Is It Cake that made me sad, which is when you make your cake item that represents something, you get decoys. And yes, ironically, one girl did have to make a hunting decoy and had decoy decoys. But anyhow, this person was making a cake that looked like a steak complete with styrofoam and wrapping. But it still tastes better than Beyond Meat. The thing looked like a steak, but what saddened me as a red meat loving American is the decoy steaks were all real high quality cut steaks on styrofoam with saran wrap and they're sitting on these pedestals in room temperature and I'm just like there's like $500 worth of fucking premium cut meats because they get stuff with all the marbling that looks good. Because on the show, the people who are guessing for true or not, they're like 15 feet away. They can't get any closer. And so they got the most defined, beautiful, fucking three-inch cut steaks with the marbling. And it's just like, I'm just thinking. Sure it wasn't one of the, they didn't go ahead and just use a stand-in fake steak from like the commercial. They could have. Because at a certain point when they're cutting up the real items, like they're saying that things are cash register, but it looks like it's made out of styrofoam. That don't fucking count. Reason I say that. Is there is an episode I watched, I think it was one of the first ones, where they did, like, milkshake and ice cream. And that ice cream and that milkshake never melted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hope it was fake steak because I was sad. I had some good-ass meat some probably steak. thrown in a dumpster after steak. this episode. So, Mike, what you got going on over there? Oh, you know. I'm, uh. Sort of blabbing. Staring at rifles. Ooh. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you seen the uh, new military uh, uh, rifle adopted by the Army? I did not. It is not a 5.56. Five, Hold on just one second. No, they changed. Cha- they went to a different chamber, didn't they? Yes. 
And it is made by one Sig Sauer, which is interesting. I know a lot of people who have traded in, have like gotten rid of Glock for Sig. Yeah. But it is called an XM5 rifle. It will, and then there's the XM250 light machine gun, which replaces the M4 slash M16 rifle and the 249 light machine gun. What's interesting, it is a, the, the round is a 6.8 by 51 SIG hybrid ammunition. It has a lot higher pressure and actually requires a steel alloy bottom so it doesn't blow out. This thing oh, looks shit. like... And it holds less. I think it's like a 20-round magazine. It's heavier. It still looks like an AR platform. Oh, yeah. it's You can't. That's such a... It has to. It yeah. has to. I mean, it it, just, it actually kind it's of, a it, functional platform. I know you got your AK guys out there who will argue the other way, but it's a nice-looking rifle. It almost looks like a blend between an AR and a, a FN, um, SCAR. Yes, that's, a, that's what yeah. I was going to say. It, with the, the receiver and the rail, it looks like the upper is... Damn near like a ACR or a, was it not the SCAR, but the ACR or the other version that both had the same body type. The yeah. round's also known as a 277 Sig Fury. Because that's the mad. And they just put this into service this year. Yeah. Wow. Got the so. sideways collapsible stock on it so you can sling it easily like a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. That's yeah. I'm just gun. sitting here staring at. Uh, New rifles and stuff like that, you know, with the way the world is, this is the going the these days, I'm you never know. Looking, they get oh. a new handgun, something a little smaller, still in the SIG category, probably a P365. Do you guys believe XL. in the theory of the Simpsons predicting the future? Oh, Joe Biden's supposed to die this year, if that's the case. Well, because if so, an EMP is supposed to go off in three days, so just putting We're that out there in the world. Out. Oh, that'll be when I'm on the But road. Mike's looking at rifles. I am looking at rifles. Oh, I thought you had a story you were trying to get into that <laughs> no, we could. No, I, I just you know in particular with hey, at least he's not looking the, at RVs. The, the way that RV the world is Clark. going these days, it's like you know, I finally got my concealed weapons permit. Ooh, which oh, is, I wish you, you need to update yours, don't you, Don? I got another year. Uh, we have a little bit yeah, of time. I've been wanting to talk to somebody. You probably don't apply because you were in the military, but I'll still ask you. When you get your concealed carry, the first time you carried in public concealed, did you feel naughty? Did you feel like you were doing something bad? A little bit. Did you feel like everybody was watching you? No, I didn't feel that way. But I did. I try, did kind of try feel open like, carrying for the first time when you first. Well, see, it. the reason everybody is watching you. Well, the reason <laughs> I say watching you is because, as you guys know, I carry a sticky holster, and so when I get in and out of my car, I have a quick action which I have to perform in order to. Add or remove my firearm before I leave the vicinity I'm glad of my car. That I live in still a free state where I don't have to worry about that. And so when I first started, I was always concerned everybody's watching me. They're going to see. Nobody you. fucking pays attention. Well, that's my point. Three feet from their fucking. That's feet. my point. Once you get a firearm and you're going through that that feeling of paranoia because all your life you've been told people with guns in public are bad, and so you feel like you feel like when the first time you got high and everybody's walking through. They know, man. They Except everything's know, legal man. on above board. They yeah. know. And then you realize <laughs> no one has situational. No one's watching me. I could be walking through here, not even concealing it, and no one just completely not. They're just oblivious. The one thing you when you first start carrying concealed to that you must avoid because I think everybody t- is touching it. 
making sure it's secure, making sure it's where it needs to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was interesting because I went to... Uh, don't put, don't touch it in public. Don't touch your tool in public. I, w- I went to Universal over the weekend. <coughs> and Now you got the out. problem where you secure it while you're fucking in there. I was in the hotel. Oh, okay. And I had it, you know, I didn't have it on me at all times, you know, but I left the hotel and I would go into the truck and we would go, you know, meander around town or whatever. And I had it on my side and I was in the elevator. And I, the the one thing that, that stuck with me over the weekend about that was these people have no idea. Yep. They, they don't know no they're in the presence of a certified forklift right operator. If you go sideways, you got the upper hand, right? <laughs> yeah. So well, and that's the TikTok that I did. That tool of choice. My preferred tool of choice uh, is the only one that I have currently. So it's a Caltech PF nine nine millimeter. Nothing okay. special. I actually I've had it for God. How long have I had that? Like eight or nine years oh there you go and uh i bought it up in north carolina at a little shitty little gun store and uh them's the best one traded in a 12 gauge remington 870 express shotgun for it even steven huh damn near even close i still had to say for a shotgun rob that guy ditto yeah. I'm left-handed, so I there aren't too many left-handed holsters out there that you can buy for a Keltec ah, Sticky holster, baby. Oh, oh. Until re until I recently got one, so I had to buy an ambidextri- ambidextrous holster. It was all Velcro and it was very uncomfortable mm, and all that. It. So I just kind of threw that away. But um, almost even, I ended up having to pay like an extra 150 bucks for, with including the holster and the ammunition. Oh, and, that's nothing. So. Yeah, but, yeah, it's uh, good. I, and I like the stickies too, but I just I prefer knowing that there is a positive click and that holster is not coming off. So I carry a P a Sig P three twenty X carry. It does not have a trigger safety. It does not have a backstrap safety. It's uh He wants to shoot himself in the dick right there, I'll tell you. So I wanna make sure. Now I bought a and it's got a optic on it. You wanna talk about nice. a cheat code? Problem with optics is you got to practice so you can pick up that dot right away. No, the yeah. problem it's with optics is it shows you how bad your fucking handshake. You're like, Jesus no, Christ. No, 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 no. Optics do not show you your handshake. That's a laser. Oh, on I thought you meant laser. Yeah, a laser. Like, but, holy <clears throat> shit, am I having a fucking no, this diabetic is a meltdown? It is a little Sig Pro, uh, Sig Romeo 1 Pro red dot that's made for the gun, so I didn't even have to sight it in. Um, Does that but, get in your. Do you ever accidentally. Well, no, I guess you wouldn't. How does is the is the is the holster notched to accommodate the red dot or is the red dot enclosed inside the holster? It's not. It's notched. Uh, and then the I'm so I had a um, now. Hold on, I'm trying to be semi vague about this for your own. You know, the whole reason I have concealed carry is to so right here. This is uh, a we the people outside the holster. Waistband holster, you see the notch here, right? Yeah, but that so goes inside your right draw. Over. So, or is that open carry? This is my open carry, but it's basically the same thing. Even as more to my point, carry, but with this is so, a little different. It's made since opposite. it's open so carry, more to my point because concealed carry probably wouldn't be much of a problem. Have you accidentally palmed that fucking red dot, that big ass platter sticking off your the top of your gun? You haven't snagged no. it on something? Nope. 
cool. Because the, be the, yeah. red dot, the red dot sticks up above your waist, above your belt. I know, but I'm just saying going for your pocket or going reaching for something, you just that fucking that, that no, extra flat I carry protrusion out the, there. Not to give it too much yeah. away, I carry it more like the eight, nine o'clock position. Gotcha. So it's kind of back a little, and then it's canted forward. Yeah. But the problem with the and I can you can maybe be able to see it on this. I don't know. The problem with the uh, we the people holster have is you see that there's a little indentation right here. Yeah, for the trigger guard. That's what grabs a trigger guard. Now I'm changing back to a QVO holster, which is made locally. It's thicker, and this is the one for my um, XDS, and it actually we encapsulates the whole entire trooper. trigger guard. So there's a it's a thicker it's a thicker Kydex. This one's actually wrapped in um, Cordera. And it is a positive click. And you see, this has got four screws for uh, retention. We the people, including internal, only has one. Gotcha. And I've tightened that one down so hard. And I'll go to pick it up. It don't want to slide right out of the holster when it's loaded. Yeah, I'd get I'm rid like, of nope, the holster. No good. So it sits at home now until my six-week lead time QVO comes in because he custom makes everything. See, I've got we the people, too. I got uh, because that was one of the they're few cheap, company. I mean. Yeah, I mean they're cheap, but that was one of the few companies that actually made a holster, you know, and especially a polymer holster that actually mm-hmm. is custom fit for that gun. Yep, and, and uh, uh, they're also a local Vegas company. But the QVO, you pay probably twice as much, but it is it is twice the quality. Yeah. So, and it's got what's cool is, and my other one's going to have that too. It's got this little wing on it right here. This will push against your belt and actually push your um, your handle into your side a little more to help eliminate some of that uh, some of that printing. Right. So. And on that note, this has been Video Audio Pod. For those of you listening at home, go watch the video so you can see what we're talking about. But we want to thank each and every one of you for joining us for another episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. If you want to support the What's in Your Head podcast, please go to whatsinyourhead.com, click on the Patreon link, sign up, subscribe. It's a little cost you a dollar a month. That'll go a long way to help keep the lights on around here. And while you're there, click on the social media link, and I'll take you to our YouTube channels and all of our social media pages. Please like and follow us on YouTube. Mike, where can people find you? Uh, all of my platforms are at TYPB Mike. You can find me at tackleyourpersonalbest.com. That is where our podcast is for everything fishing. Um, yeah, YouTube, TYPB Mike, all that fun stuff. And Gordon, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at GDA1011 on Instagram. I have changed my handle. and then He said uh, handle. He's old. It's so old. Yeah, I changed my handle over now. <laughs> and then, um, anything you do on Facebook, you go through the uh, What's in Your Head uh, deal. I'll, I'll link up there. I have a public profile page, but it keeps like disappearing for some reason. Yep. Probably because I don't ever use it. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>